everyone. Welcome to A Step Ahead. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our eighth episode. So this is a podcast where you can gain some really valuable insights about your potential future career from industry experts. And on today's episode, uh, we have a very special guest who who's working obviously in a very dynamic and a competitive space. And working in that space actually requires one to have some very robust problem solving skills and a lot of industry knowledge, but also it requires one to have some very strong soft skills. It's none other than a consultant. Today, we're really thrilled to have Yara with us. She is a student who graduated from the American University of Georgia with a degree in industrial engineering, which is a degree that over the past decade or so has been highly in demand. Uh, Yara currently works at a big four company as a consultant. And the main highlights of Yara's time at university is that she was elected as vice president of the student council. So hello, Yara. How are you doing today? Hi, Mohammed. Hi, Huda. I'm doing well. How are you guys? Alhamdulillah, we're doing well. Thanks for asking. Alhamdulillah. First of all, I'd like to thank you guys so much for hosting me on Step Ahead. After listening to kind of the objectives of what you guys are trying to aim, I truly applaud you on creating this platform for students because I know for myself, when I was back in university, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to pursue as a career, even though there's a common misconception that once you enter university and you have your major chosen, you kind of have everything planned out. But that wasn't the case for me and is not the case for a lot of people. So it's really nice having this platform to kind of listen in from industry experts that have also graduated from the same university that I am, uh, that I graduated from. Um, so thank you guys so, so, so much for having me on the show. Of course. And thank you so much for your kind words. We really appreciate that. And our goal with the podcast is just to help as many people as possible, as many students to gain clarity about what they want to do. So thank you. And we really appreciate your time today. So let's jump into the questions that we have prepared. So Yara, can you take us through your time at university and the kind of experiences that you were involved in? Perhaps how your industrial engineering degree or your extracurricular experiences or even your work or internship experiences have prepared you for your role? Okay, so for me, this is a very interesting question because... My university experience, honestly, was the most uh, packed kind of four years of my life. Um, I really aspired as soon as I joined university to do everything I possibly could and to fulfill all the goals that I wanted to fulfill throughout university because it is really the prime time for for any person to kind of do whatever they want because in high school, you're kind of restricted. Even when you graduate university, you're also restricted with the type of stuff that you can do because work takes up most of your time. So university is that prime time to really uh, create connections, do extracurricular activities, focus on your academics, do internships, try whatever you want. So I really made sure to kind of do all that and try everything while I could. Now, basically one thing that I um, really focused on doing once I entered university, now I'd like to thank one of my professors for actually Uh, facilitating this. Uh, But what we basically did was he made us uh, write a letter to ourselves um, in freshman year for us to open once we graduate. 
So on this letter, I actually mentioned all the goals that I wanted to fulfill. And I think at that time I was being very ambitious with my goals, but I really was keen that I really wanted to fulfill these goals once I graduated. And actually when I was filling this list, it was also COVID. So I entered university in fall 2019. So the next semester COVID started and we were all locked back home. So when I was writing this goal list, I was kind of depressed, you can say, because that time there was nothing you can really do. You're restricted at home. But at the same time, I was very hopeful. So I mentioned all these goals that I wanted to do. And what I was shocked is that when I came to graduate and I looked back on this letter, I actually fulfilled all the goals that I wanted and even more than that. So that shows you the importance of writing your goals and kind of manifesting on them and to hopefully, inshallah, fulfill them throughout your university experience. Now to touch upon the kind of stuff I did in university. So I would kind of split this into little buckets. So first is academics, obviously, which is the most important reason why people go to university. Um, I made, to, made sure to choose a major that is very um, in line with my interests and as well in line with the industry's needs and uh, demands. So industrial engineering was the perfect kind of combination of that. I knew that I wanted to go into something that's very analytical, uh, which was engineering. And I knew I wanted something that fits in with business trends and industry demands as well. So I think industrial engineering was a very great selection when it comes to that. And other than my academics, I tried to focus on other things as well, because I, for myself, I'm speaking for myself here, is that I know that when I dwell on something too much and focus on something too much, it will have a opposite impact, kind of. So I knew that when I focused too much on my studies and did nothing but studying, it would negatively impact my grades. Whereas if I had my time filled with all these other things that were mentally stimulating me and keeping my mind busy, I would perform better in my academics. So um, I made sure that since I joined university, since my very first semester, I was joining board clubs, I was joining initiatives such as the Arabic language initiative, which uh, focused on teaching students Arabic language to non-Arab speakers, obviously. I also um, was part of the, Amer uh, the Arabic music ensemble for two years, which was uh, very in line with my interest in Arabic music and singing and being part of a band. So um, I focused on that as well. And obviously for my different board, uh, you can say involvements throughout the years, I ended up being in, uh, elected for vice presidency of student council, which was, um, as you said, one of the main highlights of my university experience. It was a full year of being in a very important uh, leadership position. Managing 16 people is not an easy task. And I think at that time I was 19 years old. So imagine being a 19 year old and managing such a big responsibility that is being student council. So I was doing all that, managing all that, as well as trying to maintain a good relationship with my professors, doing research where I could, and as well focusing on things outside of university. So I did a bunch of, um, I wouldn't call them internships, but let's call them internships for the sake of simplicity. I was working with the um, Expo 2020 at that time. I was handling one of the pavilions, managing uh, the customer experience, the visitor experience, sorry, and making sure that they were having a great time and kind of uh, showing them around the pavilion and all that and taught me how to be on the ground field and to kind of face people and learn how to communicate with people and deal with people, which is a very important skill that a consultant needs. 
And other than that, I was also working with a, a company called Geek, Geek Express, which is a coding platform, a coding learning platform. And we were working in a collaboration with a company uh, or a government initiative called Rubar Qarn, which is a quarter century. And we were teaching kids from ages 8 to 13 how to uh, code, how to code games, how to code apps. So I was really keeping myself busy um, on the side of academics, trying to really make the most out of my university experience where I could. So I truly believe all these um, experiences as a collection truly is the reason why my character is the way it is today. So I'm truly, truly grateful for everything that I've done throughout university because it truly played a big part in shaping the my personality that is uh, now uh, today. Honestly, thank you so much for outlining all of your wonderful experiences. And I think in general, I'd like to talk about how COVID was a very uncertain time for us. But I really enjoyed that story that you shared about how you wrote down your goals as a freshman and then looked at them afterwards, just because it gave you insights into how much you achieved. So that was, I think that's a wonderful piece of advice that especially people who are just starting university, they can try that out. And again, just writing down your goals it's a great thing to do and it makes you feel accomplished and keeps you motivated but then also it's really nice to see how you pursued both your education in a degree that you found that aligned with your interests but then you were also participating in a lot of extracurriculars that both enhanced your skills and that you were interested in so that's great yeah i think the the way you sort of summarize your entire university life is kind of pretty interesting and it it comes to show that how every experience adds up to building your personality like you mentioned you you were involved in research you were involved with the student council which is managing a lot of people but obviously that's one part of it but you know being part of the student council is not just one club where you're managing a certain kind of a, a group you're managing the entire university uh, student community so yeah i think uh, these experiences surely do do help you shape into who you become and i mean we can see it now the kind of the work you're doing and uh, obviously the kind of experiences you had how they shaped you so you are coming to you know uh, your current job and becoming a consultant so can you tell us more about how the journey of from a student to becoming a consultant at a big four company how did that how how was that process like? Like how was the recruitment process? How did you prepare for it? Um, and what what in your opinion made you stand out from the other other candidates? Okay, thank you so much for your question. Now, actually, my my journey into consulting is a quite interesting one. Um, I've always heard about consulting, but I never knew that it's something that I could pursue because I didn't think that an industrial engineer could end up being a consultant. It, it wasn't really a popular option for us industrial engineers. Like we were so used to hearing supply chain, operations, stuff like that, but consulting, not so much. It wasn't really a popular uh, choice, I would say. How I ended up kind of hearing about consulting was one day I, I was sick and fed up of looking for internships. So I went to one of my favorite professors, shout out to Dr. Shemaida if he's watching this. Uh, he's the head of uh, industrial engineering at the American University of Sharjah. I went to him and I asked him to give me some advice on what I could pursue as an internship. He told me, Yara, I think you should consider consulting because I see you as a perfect fit for that. And I was kind of confused what he meant by I'm a perfect fit for consulting because I've 
heard of consulting, but it's not, it wasn't really in my line of goals, I would say. So I ended up looking into it and ended up getting into it. So the process was, um, I would say it's pretty standardized across every consulting company. You go through the same kind of process where you apply, you go through a first round of interviews of like, it's called basically an HR interview where the HR kind of gets to know you, gets to know your background, your experiences, that type of stuff. And once you kind of go through that, you go through a second phase, which is the case study. I'm pretty sure that everyone knows about the case study um, interview because it's the most popular one out of um, all the interviews when it comes to consulting. But basically what the case study interview is, is they want to see how you think, okay? Do you have the consultant mindset or not? What they're trying to see here is not your answer. There's no right or wrong answer. They're trying to see your thinking and your mindset and the way you approach problems. They're trying to see your problem solving skills. They're trying to see what your mind, how your mind thinks. So it's more of the how, not the what, I would say. Um, basically what the case study um, interview looks like is they give you, I'll give you a simple example of, let's say a certain business is facing this problem. Obviously they'll give it to you in all details and all that. They're facing this problem, how would you solve it? And you are basically playing a bigger part of the interview than the actual interviewer is playing because you're talking more than he is. He's just guiding you into the into the case, giving you all the things that you need to know. And there you need to kind of show yourself and shine in that aspect. So that is, I think, the hardest part of any consulting firm's interview process. And uh, I think that's the one that people kind of prepare for the most. Uh, it's such a big discussion and such a big, um, it's commonly known between people that case studies are the most uh, difficult part. So people often prepare for them a lot from uh, YouTube, from Google. There's a lot of resources out there at this point that kind of guide people on how to approach case study interviews. So I would say this is kind of in a nutshell how every consulting company approaches the interview process. Um, obviously, each firm can add, you know, their own personal touches to the interview process. But in a nutshell, this is kind of how it looks like. I think uh, that's some great advice, and thanks for sharing the entire process. I think that's uh, that's something which is very important for anybody who's interested to get in the field of consulting to know exactly what kind of what how do they need to prepare for it, what kind of uh, case studies they need to sort of solve, see in advance, uh, because. Like you mentioned, case studies is something very important. And obviously the HR interview is there, but that's just to know you as a person. And it's important that you're a good person to bring on board into the company, but more importantly also, can you actually do the work uh, is what they're looking for. So for sure, I think, uh, like you mentioned, Yara, there are a lot of resources that are available. So anybody who's interested into the field of consulting, it's a must do that you go with these case studies, prepare for them. And I think, uh, there's like, like you mentioned, there's no right or wrong answer. It's more about how you can put your perspective into action and show them why you think about it and give them your clear reasons, which, which makes you stand out. Yes, exactly. So moving on to, um, the field of consulting specifically, can you tell us more about what particular industries and sectors that you are involved in within the field of consulting itself? 
just so you know, the consulting world is a huge, huge, huge world. There's so many industries that you can cross cut through. Uh, there's so many types of consulting as well. So you have the management consulting, you have the strategy consulting, you have operational consulting, you have financial consulting, IT consulting, HR consulting. So there's so many different types of consulting. It's such a broad term uh, that uh, people kind of confuse at some point. So my type of consulting or the consulting that I've been mostly involved in, industry-wise, I'm speaking here, not the type of consulting, is tourism and hospitality consulting, which is very interesting. I think tourism and hospitality, now looking back, is something that I'm truly passionate about. I realize it's an industry that is super, super crucial to any economy. It's an essential element in kind of the world that we live in. And a lot of economies nowadays are based on tourism and are stable because of tourism so um it's an industry that also very creative you're looking at how to make attractive destinations so it's all kind of fits my personality and it's something that i'm super interested in uh, as a whole now it's important to mention that at this point in my uh, consulting career i have the choice of trying whatever industry i want to try so if i I uh, want to try, let's say, um, technology consulting, I can easily go into that. I'm at the early stage of my consulting career where I can easily transition between um, industries, between departments. But um, I think for now, this is the most I've done. And this is the most kind of projects I've been involved in, uh, tourism and hospitality uh, projects. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of my, where I'm uh, heading right now and what I'm doing right now. I actually really agree with you. The fact that the tourism industry specifically is sort of the foundation for so many different countries, especially if you look at right now in the United Arab Emirates, a lot of where the country is flourished is because of tourism and things like that. So it's a very, very important industry that you're a part of. And tourism and hospitality in general is a very, very interesting field. And it's nice that you can sort of mix creativity into it as well like you mentioned and looking at just how to attract customers and how to bring people into the country to grow the economy is super interesting yes yes exactly and also another thing is that i was kind of thinking okay how am i going to combine what i learned from university my industrial engineering degree with what i'm currently working with so tourism because if you think about it from a broader perspective you would say okay this has nothing to do with that but actually, surprisingly, industrial engineering is one of these things that can fit into any type of industry you want, because essentially we're, we're doing the same kind of thing across any industry. We're looking about how to improve services, how to do design thinking, how to improve the efficiency of processes, how to make decisions. All that kind of stuff fits into every industry. So I found a perfect way to kind of combine my background with what I'm currently interested in, which is tourism and hospitality. So I think that's also very important note that people always think that you end up throwing away what you learned in university and you will never end up applying it in what you work. But I always think that having a background in whatever you studied is super important to kind of build on uh, throughout your career. For sure. I think um, tourism is an industry which is growing relatively very high compared to other industries probably now um, and obviously the things that are coming up in saudi for example the neom project which is which is under construction right now so yeah i think it's a it's a pretty interesting industry uh, 
an industry to do with uh, a lot of dynamic changes uh, but yes and yara coming to you know your life as a consultant so maybe can you describe the kind of the responsibilities you have on your day to day basis yeah sure so basically it's important to note that with any type of job honestly in any type of uh, industry you talk about there's a hierarchy that you have so kind of like like the job vertical so the more high you go up or the higher you go up this hierarchy or this vertical the more strategic your job is you're more of a decision maker you do all the very critical um kind of tasks so at my level at the first very first level of a consultant's job um I'm mainly responsible of the daily tasks you would say or you would say maybe like the data analytics the research that type of stuff that goes into a report that for example we built so honestly I I wouldn't say there's a set set of tasks that uh, that I do uh, on a day-to-day basis and that's something I really like about consulting is that not every day looks the same okay so you might have a whole week where you're just doing workshops you're meeting with people you're meeting with stakeholders you're you're just in super long meetings okay but you're not really doing anything else uh there are some days where um you're doing a lot of research you're doing a lot of research you're uh, collecting information you're analyzing data you're building excel models you're doing all that kind of stuff and there are some days where you're working on a report you're brainstorming with your team you're going through very long sessions of just brainstorming the next steps and all that kind of stuff so i wouldn't say that every day looks the same so that's the nice part of it and then there's also the travel aspect where you're spending a lot of your time traveling so I, that's a very nice thing about consulting is that it's very dynamic as well um it's not very easy to plan your day and what your your day is going to look like cuz there's so many factors that go into it and then at the end of the day you're working with a client and you have to fulfill their wishes and their um requirements so it's a very dynamic job and i wouldn't say there's a kind of set set kind of tasks that you need to do per day so every day kind of looks different yeah i think for sure that's what that's what makes consulting stand out from the other fields i think because consulting is very dynamic like you like obviously you work in the tourism industry but uh you're probably working with different projects throughout the year it's not just one project for a very long time which is also which is something really interesting because there is this element of the thing becoming boring so probably that doesn't set in with consulting because you're always working on something new so it's always a challenge and you're always learning something new it's pretty dynamic but it also requires a lot of effort from the individual themselves because you you need to learn a lot about your client you need to learn about the kind of thing that they want to do uh but also that you know considering that this this field is so dynamic how do you as a consultant adapt to these changes so fast like how does this work out so fast okay so one thing about consulting is that it's kind of a learn on the job basis so you learn from one project and you carry it on to the next project but i would say that this portion of carrying on previous knowledge is only maybe around 40 to 50% the rest of it is something that you need to kind of learn and there's a lot of times where you're faced with an unfamiliar topic that you need to reach out to other people that are more knowledgeable about to kind of guide you and um, to learn about what what you you're facing at the moment and sometimes honestly you have to do a lot of your own research you have to we have to read publications so that's the that's a very important skill i think for anyone to become a successful consultant is that you need to be a very quick learner 
And you need to also put in that willingness and that curiosity to learn about different industries. A lot of the knowledge that we actually uh, grasp or learn is by communicating with different clients, by talking to people within their own industry. So you kind of, it's a mix of um, getting all this information from so many different kind of sources that gives you all this knowledge base that you carry on from one project to another. Yeah, I think that's that's something very uh, very intriguing that you are always learning, which also requires a lot of effort. But at the same time, you obviously uh, it's it's building up to your professional experience, which I believe most of the consultants and in general anybody would like to do to progress over the hierarchy. For sure, and I'd just like to say that I think careers that change every day and that don't have a set day or a set pattern are very interesting, and it keeps things exciting, as you mentioned, Yara, because things are dynamic and things are always changing. So I personally prefer careers that are like that, just because they um, are a lot more enriching and interesting for a person. Um, so for someone out there who's interested in the field of consulting or a similar field like yours, what do you think are the essential skills that they should build to stand out from the competition? Because as we know, generally, the business industry nowadays is quite competitive. Okay, so I would answer this question in a bit of a different way. I would answer it in a way of what makes a successful consultant? What are the skills that are present in a successful consultant? And based on my answer, I think people can kind of derive the learnings from that. Um, what I think makes a good consultant is a mix of a few things, okay? So first of all, you need to be a great, great team player. I know that a lot of students hate the fact that we have group projects. I think the complete opposite. I think it's a very great way for you to build your skills, build your team playing skills, build your leadership skills. Um, I know it's not something that a lot of students like, but this is the part of like facing your challenges and being in out of your comfort zone. Um, being a team player is super important in consulting because consulting is not a job that you do as a single person. You need to be collaborative. You're with your team almost all day. Uh, you're with them 24-7, all of the week. And um, it's a very team-oriented uh, kind of industry. So I think that's one thing that people need to focus on, building their team player skills from a leadership perspective and also from a like learning the communication skills within your team. So that's one thing I think that's super important. Second of all, you need to be a... You need to possess the problem-solving skills. Consulting is one of these things where there's no set answer. Every project is super different. You're going to face super different challenges. So you need to, analytical thinker, you need to be a very great problem solver in order to find solutions to these challenges that your clients are facing. Third thing I think I, I, think I touched upon is the communication skills. Consulting is one of these things that you really need strong people skills. Because it's one thing to be a great consultant to your client and solve all those other problems and provide great solutions. But there's also an aspect of building a relationship with your client. So I think, yeah, the people skills part is super important. And I think it's just as equal, equally as important as your technical skills. So that's something to keep in mind. Also, another thing I think we kept talking about that is you need to always be willing to learn no matter what, and you need to always be curious about whatever industry you're in. So for example, I want to always keep up with the latest trends happening in the tourism industry. I want to always be keeping up with the latest news happening because 
you're kind of that source of information for your clients. So you need to possess all this information to maintain your credibility as well. So that's one thing. And lastly, you need to possess great research skills. So I think all of these kind of points are something that you can work on as a student at AUS. And we are given our courses truly really helps you build every single one of these characteristics, especially when it comes to projects. Now, I, I'm speaking for myself here. I'm speaking about industrial engineering. A lot of our projects are actually kind of a collaboration between our university and certain entities. So sometimes you have to go and look for an entity to do your project with. So it's kind of like having a client. So you're, you're kind of practicing all these skills while you're in university. So I think that's super, super interesting how, and I think it's super important and I really applaud our university for this approach when it comes to teaching project-based because it's it's a very good reflection of how things are in the real world when you're working with a real entity a real client facing real life challenges and providing to them real life solutions i think it's a great practice to apply every one of these skills yeah thank you so much for sharing those i think even i'd like to say as someone not pursuing a degree related to business those skills are very, very helpful and they are applicable to a lot of different majors and different professions as well. But just just generally those communication and those teamwork skills are so, so important when working in a team. And that's where um, AUS will support you because the more extracurriculars you're involved in, the more teamwork you have to do, the more leadership skills you have to build. But then also, um, I really liked the point that you mentioned about keeping up to date with what is going on in the consulting world or just having those research skills, keeping yourself informed about occurrences that is going to enable you to help clients better. But then also making sure that you really recognize the fact that every situation is different and every client is different. So you need to be able to adapt and problem solve and take a different approach every time. And that is really going to help you. Yeah, I just like to echo what Huda said that knowing the information and having those research skills are really important. Like even you said, Yara, and the fact that you are you are trying to solve a problem of a consultant and if you yourself are not well informed of the kind of things that are going on in the market it's, it's probably going to show really negative on on you itself so yeah i think uh, staying up to date is probably one of the most important things and communication skills is very important because uh, obviously we are speaking about consulting now but generally speaking you are always going to be interacting with people and if you can understand how people work uh, and the kind of personalities people have and communicate to them based on those personalities which you've understood obviously from your previous interactions it's always going to make the process much simpler and easier to get work but also to connect with people on a very informal basis so yeah i think those are some great points and coming to the next question so obviously you're working in in the field of consulting and if you'd have to like if you'd like to describe what kind of culture is there at these big four consulting firms so like how is the how are the companies in terms of the opportunities they provide the growth opportunities how flexible are they in terms of the work opportunities like working from home remote work and in terms of the kind of culture that is there within the company how are the people how do you find the the kind of collaboration that happens between your colleagues or generally maybe okay so you mentioned a few points here so i'll answer each one of them now talking about the the general culture of um consulting firms and i'll talk about mine specifically because that's the one i have experience uh within 
Um, I would say it's a very growth-driven environment um, in the sense of there's always a lot of learning opportunities. I mean, within the actual projects and outside of that. So there's always certifications to pursue. There's a lot of courses, mandatory courses that we have to kind of fulfill that um, also add to your credibility and add to your, you can add to your CV as well. So in general, it's a very fast paced, but also very growth driven environment. And in terms of the teamwork, um, I would say that it's a very collaborative um, team effort and we kind of always lift each other up. So it's a very helpful environment where if you're facing difficulties, there's no shame in asking uh, your team members how to, for example, face a certain issue, how to solve a certain problem. So in that sense, it's, yeah, it's a very um, uplifting work environment. Now, if we're mentioning the second point about the, the working location and maybe the work timings, I always say that if you're looking for a flexible working location, then consulting is ideal for you. However, if you're looking for a job that has kind of a set working hours, from like a nine to five job, then consulting is not for you. Um, the nice thing about consulting is that you can work wherever you want. Now, I'm speaking for my team here and from my experience here because every team is super different and these companies are huge, so every team dynamic is different. But I'm speaking for myself here. Um, often we work from home, uh, remote, um, going to the office. We just go there occasionally if we feel like, okay, maybe we need to sit together and brainstorm, for example, uh, certain things. Uh, sometimes we have to work from the client's office, so that requires travel as well. Um, you can work from pretty much anywhere, I would say. So it's something that you need to figure out within your team. And as long as there is proper communication on your working location, it really doesn't matter where you work from. Now, when it comes to timing, that's something that's kind of a stereotype about consulting. And everyone knows that Consulting is one of these jobs that's not a nine to five or not like your typical corporate job. Often we work from 10 to 6. Sometimes we work from 11 to 11. Sometimes we work from 11 to 2 a.m. So it really depends on the work requirements and whether we have something to submit, something to deliver. We kind of have to keep up with our clients' requirements at the end of the day. Think about it like how um, in university, when you have to submit a project, how you're trying to finish all you know, the submissions and everything the night before and you stay up super late with your team or even alone. So it's kind of like that, I would say, but I wouldn't say it's like this all the time. Um, you have some ups and downs. It's kind of like a roller coaster. You have some very chill weeks where you finish early. By early, I mean like six. Um, and then you have some days where you don't finish before 11, 12 a.m. Um, so I would say that's maybe the only con about... Uh, consulting is that we work super long hours and you kind of it's very hard to maintain a schedule for yourself outside of work because it's taking up a lot of your day but um, but yeah yeah I think if you prefer these kind of options then I think consulting would be a great option for you no I, I really like the way you summed up the entire the entire work culture that these big four consulting firms have and obviously consulting is something which is very dynamic like like we've been saying throughout the conversation so some days are probably you need to put in a lot more work uh, and i like the example that you gave that before the day before your group project submission for example you will like stay up late and get the work done so that sort of gives an idea of why they they need to like stay up late and complete the work which is which also comes to show that it's not always like that. Like you have days or 
many of the days probably are for normal i would say so so yeah it's it's a, it's a good it's a good combination uh, some days are hard some days are easy some days are normal so it goes it goes always and uh coming to the topic of ai which is one of the things that we also like to touch upon in our podcast episodes because of how relevant it is to uh, the occurrences of nowadays uh, what are your thoughts surrounding ai specifically in the consulting industry so have you seen its impacts yet or how do you think it will impact the industry in the future or how should students prepare themselves to benefit from AI instead of potentially being replaced by it? I think this question is a very great question, just because obviously everyone's been hearing AI is a buzzword going on. So I understand why people are worried maybe that AI will take over our jobs or whatever. But I think specifically um, for my industry, I'll talk here, is that consulting is not one of these things that has a specific answer. So you can't really rely on an AI tool to give you the answers that you need. You This, this is one of the jobs that requires more human thinking and human effort than uh, just a simple AI model. However, I think that maybe if we look at it like from a ratio perspective, I would say that it, AI can support in 15 to 20% of what we do. Uh, when I say that, I mean um, part of our job is some of it is very routine-like, and I'm talking about maybe the, the administrative work, you can say. So I do use AI um, during my work for stuff that I can do that is repetitive or doesn't require a lot of my thinking. Um, stuff that I use it for could, for example, be um, translation from Arabic to English, because there's a lot of times where we have to work with Arabic documents, so I use it for that. Maybe sometimes I can use it to write my emails. Uh, can help me also with information gathering, research. It can simplify all of that. But I don't think it will ever take take over that eighty percent, which truly requires a lot of human effort and a lot of brainstorming sessions and a lot of collaborative team effort. I don't think it will ever take um, over that part. So we really need to find a way where we can use AI, because of course it's something amazing and its capabilities are increasing, increasing every single day. I think that we need to find that and use use it as an advantage to us rather than fearing that it will take over our jobs. Now, um, I think without being said, I think that students should also keep up with the trends of AI, always stay informed. Now there's ChatGPT and so many of its other der- uh, derivatives. Um, I think it's super important to stay up with the latest trends because year by year, day by day even, its complexity and its capabilities are increasing. So you wouldn't know what in a few months, in a few years, what its capabilities can do. So I think it's super important to stay up with the trends um, of AI. That's some wonderful advice. And it was nice to hear how you use AI in your particular field of work. So it will help people who are going to be moving into that. So for example, with transiting documents or with writing emails, I know that things like spell checking or fixing sentence structures that can be incredibly useful. And when, if we go back to your previous response, when working such long hours, that can be really helpful. But again, it's nice and it's reassuring to hear that generally AI is not able to replace a lot of human thinking or that level of human creativity. It might be able to help with things that are more numerical or systematic, um, but it cannot replicates that human emotion or human creativity.
For sure, I think this is this is a common theme that we've been seeing with whoever we have interacted so far. That everybody is sort of saying that yes yeah, is, is is a great tool and it's it's really helpful and it can get stuff done. But how much of it can get it can get done from what you're doing now is is still something that is being tested out. But it ob- obviously helps with stuff like finding information or research uh doing your admin tasks which i think is with i think is really great because the time probably which is spent in getting these admin tasks done takes a part takes a lot of your day so it's it's a, it's a great tool to reduce the time you'd waste on these or you'd spend on these other things which are not as important and mm-hmm. coming to you know as we end this conversation uh yara if you can share with us a quote uh, that represents you and your experiences for this one i think i'd give a very simple very cliche answer honestly but um i would say that great things never come out when you're in your comfort zone uh, out of being in your comfort zone typically i resonate with this cuz I've truly felt it and across my many experiences while in university and even throughout my work life I found that the most times where I've kind of grew as a person that I've learned a lot is when I did something that I feared doing or that I considered as a challenge for myself or that I thought that could be something uncomfortable that I don't want to do it's these kind of opportunities that you should be targeting because these are the ones that you will learn the most out of Because if you're in your comfort zone, you're not doing anything new. You're not doing anything that's that could potentially change you as a person. Whereas if you pursue the ones that you're not comfortable with and maybe are seem strange or unfamiliar to you, these are the ones that you will learn the most out of. So I think very simple answer, but very, very, very true. No, I don't think that's that's cliche in any way because that's probably one of the best advice that any university student could receive, or any student or anybody could receive in general because it's it's a tendency to step back from things that challenge you. Uh, but it's it's important to know that those things which are challenging are the ones that actually make you and build you as a person. And it's it's through doing those things that you'll actually. become better and you'll come out as a better person either professionally or individually or probably even something that you really really passionate about so yeah i think that's that's a great piece of advice and hada if you'd like to add anything i really love the quote and we always talk on this podcast about stepping out of your comfort zone it's where the best things for you can happen and i think that was a lovely way to end off the episode so i just want to say yara thank you so much for the time that you've given us today it's been such a wonderful and really really insightful and thought provoking episode we've had some really amazing pieces of advice and just general details about consulting and even as and i know it's helped me so 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 much and i know it's going to help all of our listeners so thank you again so much for your time today Thanks a lot for joining us Yara I think it was it was a great piece of conversation that we had obviously you gave a lot of different perspectives from coming out of university your time in university and then now as a full time consultant so uh, how each of these experiences have built you to become the person you have become now is is it was really interesting listening to that so thanks a lot for joining us and it was our pleasure to have you and we hope you had a great time on the podcast too The pleasure is mine thank you guys again Thanks a lot and see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye everyone.